your eyes to the skies. It's time for Space Out on 95 PFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium. Josh, are you there? Kia ora, how's it going? Kia ora, Josh. I am very well. Thank you very much for making the time to talk to us about uh, all things not Earth. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> have you had uh, Have you had some time out in the um, in the atmosphere without having to work or anything? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Excuse me, but I'm going to try and say a lot of space stuff. No, no, I, I love it. I encourage it. Okay, good. Um, yeah, no, we've, we've had some really lovely weather, so nice, been nice stargazing this summer, which is um, a bit of an improvement over last summer. But um, yes, yeah, lots of stuff happening up there. Yeah, it was about a year ago. Uh, right now, that things started to turn a bit hairy, but um, yeah, I'm very pleased for you that you get to see the sky because it's a beautiful thing. Um, and tell tell me what's happening in the sky at the moment. Yeah, so um, we've got, yeah, basically our space news for this week is all about the moon. Um, we've got three stories from the moon, or very close to the moon. I'm just going to put it um, out there, I love the story... moon. I love it. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I think we should all love the moon. Good. Um, but, yeah, no, our first story is the NASA's Artemis missions, which, were, you know, plans to return humans to the moon. Um, they have delayed them, which I think a lot of us were expecting. Um, right. So these, these are the first kind of crewed missions back to the moon, which initially were planned at the end of this year. Um, but, yeah, NASA's come out and said that, you know, they're not ready, um, and they've pushed both Artemis 2 and 3 out by about a year. Whoa. Um which is, yeah, a bit of a shame, but it's not, yeah, it's kind of to be expected, really. In the scheme of the in, the history of the universe, I suppose a year is not that long. Um, no, not at all, no. <laughs> but um, let me let me ask you this question. I, uh, I think that people like me have been just in the assumption that, you know, there are just constantly people going to the moon, but it's actually been quite a while, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's in terms of people going to the moon, it's, it's been over 50 years. Since, really? You know, the, last, the, the last Apollo mission was in... Was in 1972, um, so we, yeah, we're talking over 50 years that the last human has stepped foot on the moon. And, wow! You know, we we have people regularly going to space and going to the space station, um, but yeah, the, the moon is a it's a very big endeavour. It costs a lot of money, it's yeah. a lot of brain power. Um, but yeah, NASA wants to kind of lead that change and return us to the moon eventually. Must be so tantalising going to space, being pretty damn close to the moon, not being allowed to go on it. Must be a bit annoying. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can imagine because the the Artemis two mission, which is the first crewed one, um, their plan is, you know, they're actually not going to land on the moon. They're testing technologies to, you know, orbit around the moon. Oh well. Um, and and we've done this before with, you know, Apollo eight, for example. They, you know, send people to the moon. You just like they climb a rock land, down or something. <laughs> yeah, just jump jump down and down the moon. Um, but yeah, obviously, orbiting the moon is relatively easy in comparison to landing on the moon mm. they're two very different things um but that yeah the first mission artemis 2 with people that's basically to test the systems and the spacecraft to get to the moon they're actually all working um and then landing eventually with artemis 3 probably in 2026 yeah all right and then we can start building some houses and get the hell out of here <laughs> right. um, <laughs> um, well, okay. Well, I, sad news for the um, for the people who are getting excited to land on the moon, but they'll they'll get there. They'll get there. So yeah. Um, well, um, <laughs> to, to add to the sad news, the next story is about another moon failure. <laughs> oh, go for it. Yeah, we um. So we had a private company, American company, launch the spacecraft to go to the moon, um, and NASA had actually contracted them to land a bunch of payloads onto the surface. 
Um, but yeah, they, they launched, everything seemed okay, but pretty early on into the mission, the, the mission team realised that there was something wrong with the spacecraft. They were losing fuel um, and there was a leak and basically they've, they've said that they can no longer land on the moon oh. um, and that the spacecraft is actually going to crash into the Earth or burn up in the atmosphere, I should say, which is a big shame for all those payloads. Yeah, that's not a great, um, if, you know, compromise, is it? It's like, you know... Crash into the Earth or land on the Moon? Yeah, you'd probably. Yeah. You'd probably rather. <laughs> and it's succeed. you know it's either or at this at this point. But um, yeah, I, th- I think it's a real shame because um, you know this is a private company. It would have been the first private American lander to actually go to the Moon. Mm. Um, but you know we, we also had so many failures last year. We had you know Russia crashed on the Moon. We had another Japanese lander which also crashed on the Moon. Um, and India was the only one that actually could land. So. You know, even though that we have a lot of modern technology and these things cost a lot of money, um, yeah. you know, space space is extremely hard and exploration is very difficult. I mean, nothing's guaranteed. Totally. I think in my mind, you know, like I drove here to the radio station, didn't crash, felt like I'm pretty smug about it, you know, <laughs> parked my car successfully. Yeah. Um, I guess in my mind it's kind of not that much harder than that, but it probably, you know, I guess if you're dealing with a different type of gravity and you're very, very far away, probably probably a bit hard yeah it's you know it's a combination of yeah, gravity of physics of mass um, but also kind of you know flying blinds because I think you know when we send things out of space it's not like we have like a live feed camera to see exactly what's going on um, often all we're seeing is you know numbers and data and you know distances so we often are kind of flying blind when we have these missions out of space um, which yeah. you know just makes it even more difficult um, but yeah it's, it's definitely no easy feat could always just um, film it in a studio and say you went. <laughs> I think a lot of people think that anyway, so maybe not <laughs> best, best not add on to that one. I don't know what you're talking I just thought of it now. So anyway, <laughs> um, the third piece of uh, information is, is hopefully some happy news about the moon. Yeah, so again, the final moon story is um, we've got a Japanese spacecraft which is also going to the moon, um, and it's been on the way for a few months, and Japan is going to attempt to land... Um, the spacecraft on the moon this Friday um, which, you know, fingers crossed we've just had a moon delay and a moon failure mm. basically um, but it's, it's a really interesting mission I was reading about it and it's, um, it's what we call a te- technology demonstration so Japan's basically, they're landing the spacecraft but the technology they're testing is uh, landing precision so basically want to pick an area of the moon and land but within 100 metres of it which is its term threading a needle that's a really accurate oh, right. point um and if they can pull it off i think it's you know really impressive for that will absolutely help other space agencies in the future um because yes landing accurately in space or landing in general was just so incredibly hard yeah again i think you know i'm really exposing my my um lunar ignorance here but uh <laughs> in my mind as well you know when you picture the moon and landing on it you're like uh you know it's only about 100 meters wide but it's it's uh it's a bit more more than that, eh? Yeah, it's you know several thousand k's. It's a pretty <laughs> decent you know celestial body. Um, but yeah, I mean just as a, like a comparison as to how accurate Japan wants to be. Um, so when we landed, you know, for the Apollo missions, for example, mm-hmm. um, we have these things called landing ellipses. So we kind of have this rough area, and they're usually about 20 kilometers across. So we basically just think we're going to land somewhere within that 20k circle. Um, Japan's landing ellipse is only about 100 meters. Jesus. So, you know, compared to 20 kilometers, it's an extremely pinpoint landing. 
Um, and I think this technology, you know, they will share with NASA, of course, if they're successful, would be just useful for everyone. Mm. All right, it would be cool. I mean, you know, it'd be nice to be able to go to the moon a little bit more easily. It's in, yeah. in, um, in giant children's minds like mine, like, you know, it is not that impossible. But, um, yeah, you're, really, you're painting a picture of it being a bit more complicated than I thought. So I guess we wish luck to Japan and uh, Godspeed to Artemis 2 and 3. What have you got happening in the um, in the skies in your world at the moment? Um, so we are at the start, and we're currently yeah full swing with our summer school holiday program. Um, so yeah, we've got shows during the day basically, and they're running up until early February. Um, and we have our evening shows. We've got a new show which is our seasonal Maori astronomy show, which is Ooh. going on Tuesdays. Um, and that's, that's a fantastic show. So yeah, we've got all that on our website if anyone wants to uh, pop along and see the stars. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, I my last experience of the Stardome was um, I went there uh, a few several years ago with my ex girlfriend and um, someone thought that um, and like it was oh don't worry don't worry about it it was it was a, a funny funny story in my mind but actually you know when I say it don't worry about it it was it was I just got mistaken for being a lot older than I am let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay, no worries. Um, but I forgive Stardome, and I'm psyched to come back. Um, yes, you have to come back, for sure. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you, Josh. Um, we appreciate it, and hopefully will we talk to you again next week? Yeah, awesome. Speak well, to you then. Thanks. Space never sleeps. So. Space never sleeps. All right. Well, take All care. Right, thanks so much. Kakite. Well, I think we should see out this, um, this song. Uh, this is... Uh, I swear I really wanted to make a rap album... And then the song carry, title carries on, but this is Andre 3000. We'll see it out, eh? Control, we are docked. That was spaced out on 95 BFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium.